Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's not too late for the Cowboys to sign Darius Geis. Welcome to a high-impact edition of Sorry We Love Football, the splashy show that says buzzwords because we know you're only half listening anyway. Hard Knocks, John Madden's tour bus. I'm your host, Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan, and I'm genuinely sorry for insulting our audience 20 seconds into recording. Next week, I'll try and hold out until at least halfway through the show. With us, as always, is Kamala Harris's personal advisor and Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, how you doing? I wish. I wish I had the privilege of following a winning campaign. But luckily, I do have the Chiefs, and they're going to win a second straight Super Bowl. Uh, we got Washington football team fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, you're still in D.C. What's the latest? Uh, next question. Chiefs for president. <laughs> and uh, joining us on the show today is the crazy talented, super funny, and uh, I think Patriots fan, is that right? We got comedian Alyssa Limpera. Patriots fan, of course, Patriots fan. Oh Jesus Christ! It's you not just online; is? that's real. No, no, it's really not. It's like I love the Patriots, but I swear to you, I'm not going to know what they like. You were like, I'll use buzzwords. It's like I don't know what any of those buzzwords are. <laughs> but you say them in a buzzy way, and it just sounds like NFL sports talk, and that's totally. fine. It's like being in a meeting when they're like, "Well, we're going to have to put that up the flagpole." I'm going to be out of pocket for the next five minutes. You're like, Jesus, this guy's good. Yeah, let's take it, take it offline. Let's sidebar on that one, Danny. I'd love to I'd love to circle back with you. Yeah, thank you for saying circle back. Damn, that was the one I had. That was on my bingo card. Shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I just had to say something. Alyssa, I have seen you on TV every day of this quarantine. Something. <laughs> speaking of buzzwords, that, com- that Nissan commercial where you're the no. lady who doesn't get the promotion... That's circle right. back on that shit god circle damn it back on that yes yes i know that and was... then at the end you're super confident when you get That's out right. of the nissan That's so right good. boom oh thanks so much yeah that was like the last thing i shot before quarantine started so i feel lucky good fantastic yeah, good work timing. i just had to get that out sorry dan as you were saying oh that's fine sorry we love football presented by nissan <laughs> uh so let's get into it uh danny we usually start with you what'd you hate about football this week well uh Besides just all of those fun buzzwords, I did hate something very specific about football. And maybe I'll be the only one who cares about it. But what I hated this week, voter suppression. Okay. And let me elaborate. I saw a video pop up on the Chiefs official Twitter. It was a team meeting. Andy, he loves to give, you know, he's really giving to the team. So he gives this very nice, loving, fatherly intro, saying everyone should listen because this is going to affect the world. And he brings up superstar Pat Mahomes, quarterback of the team, scion of of all greatness and future greatness in Kansas City. 
And this is the, you know what, Kamala Harris, huge proponent of getting registered, as is Patrick Mahomes. So he's up in front of the team. He's telling a story. He's like, guys, you got to register. I'm doing this thing with LeBron James. It's called More Than a Vote. Then he starts telling a personal story about how he went to fill out a registration form in the state of Kansas, filled it out, made sure online that everything was perfect, had all of the T's dotted and the I's crossed, and he's ready to put this thing in the mail. A couple weeks later, he gets back to his computer to check on whether or not his registration went through. He got removed from the voter rolls. What? So, people, what I'm trying to say is if the system can suppress Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the league, Super Bowl MVP, league MVP, 51 touchdowns for fuck's sake. I think it was maybe 50 or 51. It was a lot of touchdowns, and they are suppressing his voice. And this video, this is why I hate the NFL about it, this video got unceremoniously dumped on a fucking Saturday. No outrage from Stephen A. He wasn't on the air. No ESPN story about how the best player in the league got his ass purged from the rolls. And I checked on the site, on his Twitter, on the, on the Chiefs Twitter. I checked on the Chiefs Twitter. It got fewer likes than a photo of our kicker. God damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's it's too real, Danny. Yeah. It is. What if he was just registering for Hotmail? What if, you know, I know that's not what happened. I know that's not what happened. No, but maybe he just. Look, if he can read defenses the way he does, then he can read a form. He knows how to fill out a registration form. We can just take that. that. Say that to Dexter Manley, his illiterate ass. Well, this is why the education is coming in. But Pat's the QB. He has to be able to know this stuff. I trust Pat Mahomes. I don't trust the Trump administration and whoever's in charge of the post office and the voter registration people in Kansas. And I don't trust anybody except Q. Yeah, not trusting the government is affecting my, like I get a COVID test and it comes back negative. But I'm like, who's in charge of who said I don't have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no, this thing. There is no part of our lives that we used to trust that we can now completely trust. I was going to say, Danny, I, it's some you you kind of uh, highlighted something I hadn't thought about, and it's these players are traded. They go to new teams all the time. Now you're in a new state. You have to re-register. How up on things are these players in every sport? And so you know, every four years, these guys are in a new city or in a new state. And uh, I didn't even think about even like you know, Super Bowl MVP has to register and get fucked i'll say this i have never in the history of my football fandom 30 plus years i have never even heard about voter registration being brought up at a team meeting i've never i don't know how many football players i've ever heard talk about voting and it's happening this year because donald trump sucks so much that now people actually give a shit even the weird football psychos who only care about football and have never cared about anything else. And that's why we love them, why God loves them. But now things have gotten so fucked up that even football has to be a political thing. And you have to be able to to get messages out when you're the quarterback, not just like, hey, run this route this way. But hey, after you do that, um, did you fill out that form for the 
that you got to get, you got to fill out a special form because you're in Florida technically because you just moved from you. So we need you to actually fill out a Florida ballot. It's like, it's nuts. It's just, it's a different world in every single way. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, you're pretty much hitting on what I hated this week. And it's the culture wars that are occurring between the should they or shouldn't they play football this season. I mean, and it's like you're saying, the, the football is one of those last cultural cross sections where there's that full overlap of interest between the left and the right. There's still some other stuff too, like pretending to be Canadian while traveling, suing people, watching ridiculousness. That's something all Americans do. But football is one of the main ones, and now it's being used as some political battleground. And I'm here to say, fuck that. I remember a few, a few years back, conservatives everywhere were giving up on football. They were out. They were like, no thanks. We don't want it anymore. If these players are going to use their platform to protest, I can't stomach to watch, even though they're intentionally misinterpreting what the protest stood for. And now we're in fucking bizarro 2020 in the midst of this pandemic. And now these people, the same people are championing football. Three years ago, you're burning jerseys. Now you're demanding football. I mean, these people will just hitch their wagon to any cause at any time. And uh, it is, I, I can't believe we got here. Everything's politicized now. And I know we've all bitched about this ad nauseum, but here we are and it's affecting this show and we're pissed. This is our sacred safe space. We shouldn't have to talk about fucking political oh, no. anything here. We should just be talking about pancake blocks. Exactly. So fill me in. Are they going to do something like the bubble? Is that in the, is that in the cards? Like the NBA oh, no, bubble? Or not really? We wish there was a bubble. Yeah. Everybody but gets to go home not? right after the game. And that's why a lot of people are opting out because they have to go home to their families after <gasps> playing with 50, with, you know, 50 yeah. dudes on the practice field. Yeah. And a lot of people's families, uh, you know, they have small kids, old people, cancer people. I don't know if that's the and political. That's, correct it's not, it's like, yeah, that's a Zodiac. That's the way you talk oh about the Zodiac sign. Man, that is so crazy. Isn't it so crazy that it's like football players are the heart of American entertainment. They are like the lifeblood, like you said, liberals and conservative people alike. Like everyone has really, that's like such a high school, college memory. It's like, you know, football. And no one takes it seriously with like, same stuff with concussions. Like the fact that the concussions, like everyone, I think people like love the sports so much, they're willing to just not, and it's, it's the same thing with Kaepernick. And it's the same thing with like kneeling. It's like they would rat like the whole country likes to just consume football, but they don't want to care about any of the players at all. Yeah. It, it's so funny. It's like, we're asked to suspend disbelief when we go to the movies and now we have to do it with actual human life where yeah. there are concussions. And now on top of player safety, we have this new virus that's introduced into the game. And now it's just like, this is just the most dangerous thing any of these people can be doing. And we're like, so it's going to happen, right? Like, we need it. Right. We fucking need this. Like, yeah, make know. them play at a mega church, man. Come on, dude. We got the room. Pray it away. <laughs> yeah, Pray we it got away. The room. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, Alyssa, what do well, you hate? I well, don't know if this is know, a connected or what do you hate about football in general or maybe this week? I think, I guess, what I hate is this. I uh, this pesky coronavirus. I love football because it's like when you hang out with people and when you get together and when you're, you know, it's a, it's an excuse to make dip. And now I can't do any of that. So I, I 
I don't like the bubbles happening. I don't care about the bubble. It was never about the game. I want the party. So for me, I'm like, let's wait. We don't need sports until we can have like, yeah, like Tostitos scoops uh, until we can have that. I don't care about them playing. <laughs> oh my God. When you said dip, we all nodded our heads. You're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of dip yeah. are we talking about? I mean, just to get specific, you know. It's, well, it's, of course, there's so many. There's so many. Of course, we go with a seven layer to start to kick off yeah. the year. We'd go with a we'd go with a spinach artichoke. Of course, we'd go with something my mom used to make, which I called it pink dip. It's just salsa and cream cheese, and that <laughs> was a delicacy. And in retrospect, yeah, it's it's kind of horrific. I mean, that's um, football yeah. in general. Football is pink dip. Yeah, it really good is. Point. It really is. It's just sort of like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, so that's my gripe. That's my gripe. Shout out to my mom for making buffalo chicken dip whenever the Redskins are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, Uh, That's just a nice thing that she would do. Johnson family tradition. Yeah, which is uh, leads me to what I hate about football. I hate my entire family's history. I hate every uh, move, every uh, every factor in the butterfly effect that led me to being from the dc area whatever <laughs> whatever slave ship we ended up on whatever english guy fucked my fucking great 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 grandma all of it whatever job uh somebody didn't get uh in baltimore whatever caused me and my entire family to be from northern virginia and and making me watch and care about the Washington football team, I I can't do it anymore. I every time I try, somebody hits a woman in the face. This Darius Geist thing was the last straw. He uh, blew his knee up. He blew his knee. He couldn't even b- get to the point where he blew his knee up the third time. I, I knew he was going to blow his knee up again. I wish he did. I, I so guys, I'm sorry. I'm I'm rambling. It's just so frustrating. Twenty years of garbage, and I and it's just because I'm from there. There's no other reason than that. I'm from there, and I like uh, the fish spot uh, that's near my house. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing else holding me to this team, but it's all I have, and I hate them, and therefore I hate myself. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, amen. <laughs> but you might get Alex Smith back. We might get Alex Smith. Yo, yo, Alex Smith should be starting. Uh, yeah, we were in the playoffs when he got hurt, and I'll say it on every show. That is I interesting just... that that at this point, since you're since you're starting running back now is Adrian Peterson, he is the more sort of a good sold person of the running backs that you had in that room. He just made his kid cut a switch so he could beat him, which I think is a step above strangling a woman. Absolutely. Dude, we love that. Dude, that shit happened to me. My grandma made me do that shit. Everybody I know had to do that shit. That's just some shit that happens. What's that, fancy a stick for the other person to beat you with? Yeah. That's like normal. That's that's just the 90s, bro. I'm not worried about that. This is the problem with Zoom. You go dark for a second. I I mute, and all of a sudden something comes out where I'm going, yeah, yeah, it's okay to hit kids. <laughs> this is a dangerous time to be podcasting with bad internet. I mean, really, it's it's not okay to hit kids. But since I got hit, I think every kid should get hit. 
That's just how I feel. If I had to get hit, hit them all. That is that is really. Uh, we got to get you. We got to break the cycle. <laughs> we finally yeah. get Jamel's parents arrested. <laughs> Becomes an investigative approach to Jamel's backstory. Jesus, um, I don't know. Just, you know link in the okay? Zoom, Jamel, you at your okay. parents right now? Oh yeah, I'm in the basement right there. They, they don't know I'm saying any of this, so please don't. <laughs> please don't tell them. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, Jamel's team that he's rooting for has had the worst offseason in history. Make a new name. Go ahead and take a new name. You have the, the chance of a football team. You've had so many years. Yeah. How about the Washington nice guys? Yeah, the Washington nice guys. That could turn things around. Come on. Yeah. Well, you, have a problem. well you know, I deal with that a little bit because the Patriots are always in the news for cheating and, you know, being Trump supporters. And it, it's not the best team to, to uh, you know, to, to like. But the problem with these teams is, like, it's probably why we don't take the players seriously. It's because, like, in our head, they're just, like, the Patriots to me is just sort of, like, a staple of my childhood. I don't really think of it as, like, a moving, living thing. It's more just sort of, like, a backdrop of my life. So it's like when I hear that stuff, I'm like, yeah, obviously I don't like that. But in my head, I'm just kind of like, oh, which is probably not good. Is there anything else you hated about football this week, Jamal? You know what I hated about football this week? Danielle not being able to wager some cashish on it. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, be sure to tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you a chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling bling every time he comes around your city. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I'm also offended by the term patriot. Just going to go ahead and throw that out there for y'all. It's a slur. Sure. It's a slur. Yeah. Yeah, they should be called the the Boston Keds, spelled with an E. The Keds. <laughs> Keds, yeah, the Keds. Speaking of the Boston Keds, Tom Brady played for the Boston Keds for almost twenty years, I think. Maybe. I mean, I still can't believe that the guy's gone. He's gone. That is crazy. That yeah, is I mean, really tough. Because that's one that's personally affected you, I'm sure. Even though it's like like you're saying, you're not watching every game, but Tom leaving, come on, that's big, and also like. Yeah, that's just, yeah, I really remember feeling very, like, uh, very emotional about it. Just this thing of, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of what we were talking about, how we don't trust anything right now in the country. It was this thing of, like, oh, that, I, he was, like, I feel like we've lost a lot of, like, well, my dad died. So I was going to say we've lost a lot of father figures. But it was my dad died, and then Trump got elected, and now Brady's gone. So, all you know, it's like, oh, we don't have Obama. We don't have, now I don't have Brady. It felt very significant. I don't even know who our new guy is. It's, we spared how do you feel? about tom brady beyond the the politics of it i guess because you know we can make fun of his notorious love of donald trump but beyond that just watching him from a distance what is tom brady to you 
to me, it's, it's a real story. Like, I feel like we're all, everyone here is in, you know, a business that is filled with rejection. And I feel like Tom Brady is this real guy who like started as nothing, like really should not have, you know, one of the last draft picks should not have been great and then become, became one of the greats and he's in his forties and he's still continuing to be great. So to me, he's, and his whole like, you know, diet and stuff like to me, he's just the epitome of just like really working hard and continuing to just like perfect yourself even when you're an underdog so you gotta love an underdog story even though he looks like that if you look like that are you really an underdog no no you're yeah, not just being he's hot got, doesn't guarantee you football success right. uh, there are many and it's not guys. even that he's hot because there's hot guys who are destitute it's that chin it's, it's the it, chin it's an it's elite chin. chin it's the chin yeah you know on the topic of brady and I think Danny hinted at it, that he has the TB12 method, which is just kind of these health tips and this lifestyle that he's been leading for a long time. And it's kind of trickling out some of his secrets that he's had over the years. And uh, I don't know if we buy them at face value. And I know uh, we were talking about what some of those secrets actually might be. And so we just kind of wanted to to bring up a few of Tom Brady's real health secrets. Uh, Danny, do you, what do you think Tom's really up to? Yeah, so, you know, everybody knows the story about, like, he, he doesn't eat strawberries, and, you know, he doesn't, uh, you know, he does, like, uh, cry. Neither do I. Is that all it takes? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Those, those are the things. That's the straw man that he has built for the media to attack, for the everybody to have fun, uh, to make fun of, because, you know, he's deeply insecure about the things that are really going on with his regimen, and... That's the kind of stuff he can live with people making fun of him about. But the truth is, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to name one here. We can just go around if you guys know any, but uh, one thing that I know is that Tom only allows himself sexual release when a Dunkin' Donuts goes out of business. Whoa. (laughs) It's a lot more lately. But now that he's in Tampa, so wait, he can just come all he wants. He doesn't have to be good anymore. So you're saying he was that's the only felt that's right. <laughs> that's but Danny, that you're disappointing so many people in the New England area. That's just you know, that's that's the real talk about the guy. He hates New England and he hates he hates the people there who love him so much he is disgusted by their love. Wow. And uh and so this oh, is oh, and then it, yeah, okay, I it's see. It's a way to limit losing what you know his life force is what he believes in a way that also hurts the city of Boston. He gets to hate so, fuck the entire tri-state. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you know this, Alyssa. I'm a Chiefs fan, so therefore um, I hate Tom Brady, and I have for a long time. Oh, I'm glad we got that. Understood. But it has nothing to do with my reporting right now. I have to just take a quick moment. I don't know if people are seeing this video. Daniel, you look like you're in a place where you need to be rescued from. Jamel, you're in a basement. (laughs) Danny, you look like, I mean, you look like you could be the president. Your setup is wonderful. You have like a framed photo of what looks like a businessman reading. Oh, that is Elaine Bennis. uh, Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Danny's cooking right now. If you can see it, she's sitting up, feet up on on Peterman's desk. Yes. I have a quick and easy answer for that, Alyssa. Um, I got married, so that's what it is. That's it. You know what? You oh, can really right. tell that you're the married of the three of us because yeah. you have the shelves to sh- to prove it. <laughs> and, and 
Actually, Dan has been in a longer term relationship than me, but they just haven't locked it down, which explains yeah. the immaturity. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yes, probably. Yeah. How long are you, Daniel? Uh, we're we're like approaching a decade. You know, oh, we've had. Wow! A- wow! Finally, got it. Cool! 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 Um, you know that 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 brings me to a tip that I found out about Tom Brady. Speaking of okay. love and matrimony and family, uh, Tom Brady uses his child's saliva as like a as like a bomb. It's not in a sexual way, no, yeah, but right. we've seen him we've seen him kiss his kid on the mouth. Sure. It's for wellness because his kid is actually like a metahuman. You feel me? I've been watching some DC uh, comic book dramas on the CW. Uh, so I, I don't say mutants anymore. Tom Brady's child, metahuman, saliva, healing properties. Wow! I believe it. It's all true. It's, I, I look. I just read. I just read it. That was on Snopes. Yeah, and I was going to wow. say we've kind of glossed over the obvious stuff. I mean, you have to go to some dark places to do the things that Tom has done. You know, to stay young, stuff like bathing in virgin blood, horse tranquilizers. HGH, HGH, gas station dick pills, HGH, Uh all the surface level Illuminati stuff. He clearly does. But if we dig deeper, there's one explanation that makes sense to me, and it's a time machine. But the hard part about the time machine was what does he use it for? And from what my sources have gathered are that he goes back, he collects dinosaur eggs most mornings. It's kind of like his morning routine. And then he goes back to the year 1989. And he clones Joe Montana. I forgot to mention he also has a cloning machine. Two different machines. And a huge boner for Joe Montana. And he makes these power shakes that are a combination of a dozen mini Montanas and five dino eggs. And he puts them in this big commercial blender that the Patriots equipment manager has built for him. And then he butt funnels it. The coach said he doesn't have to do that, but Edelman and Gronk always got a kick out of it. So he just that's how he that's how he likes to take it. Yeah. Montana embryos. Okay. Montana embryos. You know, he also goes forward in time and watches the games and spies on, you know, the outcomes and kind of studies the defenses. But, um, but then there's, there's certain the dino egg omelets, the dino Montana <laughs> omelets. The, the dino yeah. Montana omelet is really the secret, I would say. Wow. You think he would wow. go with. Throughout time and kind of stop some tragedies. He, he doesn't bother. You can't do tragedy. all of that. He's yeah. like he's like El Cuco from The Outsider. You know, he he thrives on people's sorrow. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, do you have any insights as to Tom Brady's oh, real Daniel, health you record? Took, you took mine. You took mine word <laughs> for word. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, fuck, I should have gone first. <laughs> um, no, well, look, you know, as someone from the area, look, this guy... He's not eating this stuff. He's not doing any of this. He's 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 coasting on on some Dell's lemonade, pure sugar. He's getting a high from it, and he's having a clam cake on the way down. All this stuff. This is just propaganda. This is not anything. Yeah, I could tell you was really offended. <laughs> yeah, this is people from Boston. No, we, we Dunkin' Donuts came out with matcha. We went. What is this? Is this what's the green shit? Get this out of here. I, I don't want this. No. I, so this whole it's very anti-Boston. It's very uh, you're not eating so- strawberries. How about your strawberry culotta that you get every day, motherfucker? You know, it's like the people on the inside know what he's really eating. So he's he's obviously getting some some help behind the scenes. Maybe he's getting some surgery. Maybe he's you know, walking it off, walking on the chows. 
Um, All right, I got I got three th- I got three rapid fire <laughs> that I heard. You Tom were- Brady, real health secrets from Tom Brady. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, there is a painting locked away in Tom's attic that he can never gaze upon, or the spell will be broken, and it looks exactly like Bill Belichick. Okay. Uh, he started getting alien plasma transfusions in 07, and he supports Trump because Biden he thinks will defund the men in black. Okay. Fair. And then, and then, uh, pretending you're not gay is actually great for the skin. That is the last (laughs) That internal stress that you caused on yourself. I would love to hear the 10 other ones that you'd cut after the first draft. I'm just, you know, (laughs) a few of you guys actually touched on them a little bit. So I had to toss them, but I spent a a good part of an evening coming up with these. (laughs) candles lit i feel like you got into this so last question Alyssa. i know we got to get you out of here tom brady is now in tampa bay florida does this are you still a fan or do you feel like you've been betrayed i want your final word on tom i think i am in denial i think i still think he's on the patriots i think seeing him play for a different team maybe playing against the patriots that's going to be heartbreaking, and I think I'm still going to maintain my loyalty with the Patriots. But I have a feeling I'm going to lose a lot of interest. It's like I used to love the Celtics, and then once they kind of once all my favorite players left, my attention span's too short. I'm like, I don't, I can't meet new people. I, I it's done. It's like, yeah, Tom, I knew, yeah, I, I, so I don't know. I think I don't think I'll become a Tampa Bay fan for Brady. I can't do it. I can't do it. It'll I wonder be tough. how many people are jumping ship and following Brady and Gronk because there's got to be a couple. The Gronk combo is intense. I mean, it's going to be nice, I guess. To get- I'm glad they have each other, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad they have that. Yeah, beautiful. Of course, they're, it's really they're actually right. really beautiful when you think about it. But leaving yeah, Julian like- Edelman out that that has to really hurt him. Totally. Yeah, yeah they're a team. I wonder <laughs> what's going to happen. It's like knowing all your friends hung out without you. Yeah, it'll never be the same. But look, uh, am I going to take off my Brady tattoo? Absolutely not. Just kidding. When all this is done, we're having a little party. I'm bringing a dip. Let's do that. Bring that pink dip. I can't wait. Bring that pink dip. I'll bring pink dip. I'll bring pink dip. I can't wait. Great Um, seeing you guys. Great seeing you, Jamal. Hey, yeah. Thanks again, yo. All right, I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm sorry I said he uh, eats his kid's spit. I'm so sorry I said that in front of you. Hey, Jamel, does, uh, do you think Tom Brady has any other health secrets? Well, I don't think he has any pubes, and he might be using our sponsor, Manscaped. Hello! 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawn Mower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Yes, we're body positive as long as you're working on that shit. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. Fellas are testicles, you know that, Danny. The Lawn Mower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower if you're nasty, whatever floats your boat. 
They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. It's like a Lexus for your nails. Luxury. Lux luxurious, as you Styles P would say. Hey, you know me. Uh, the, the Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and uh, trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. I love an antioxidant. Uh, you'll, you'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you <laughs> if you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Damn, I was doing so well. I started losing. Go, go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front truck of your dick. Jamel, you plan on betting big bucks on the on the Buccaneers this season? Oh yeah, you know what? Speaking of the news, here's the real news for your punk ass. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be betting on. Also, be sure to tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his experience, uh, his expansive jewelry collection. That's a lot of jewels, bitch. <laughs> He'll give you a chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit BetOnline AG today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Oh, my God. All right, let's get into some uh, some quick around-the-league NFL lightning round quick up. I'm just saying shit. Let's just talk about some stuff that's happened. We touched on Darius, guys. I don't know how far we want to get into that. That's another high draft pick that the that the football team of Washington is just kind of, I guess, chalking up to a loss. I mean, Look, this dude. Man, here's what I want to say. There's something. Okay. If you're depressed, it shouldn't be mandatory for you to lift weights. I think that's part of the problem here. Okay. You know what I'm I saying? Like. He's he blew his knee out two years in a row. He's just he do he knows nothing other than being hurt at the house and feeling like a disappointment inside of himself. And he took it out on a a, a, a woman who did not deserve that. And it probably wouldn't have happened if he could bench if he didn't know how to bench 250 40 times. You know what I'm saying? I think something something to that. I actually saw today 
uh, Ron Rivera came out. They finally did an interview about it. He said he was, he said cutting Geis was in the team's best interests. That was his whole quote about it, which I don't know if that's, we we talked about it last week, but is it because he heard some bad shit from the cops that maybe we're not like privy to, and he kind of knows the situation a little better. And he's like, look, it's in the best interest because the guys don't want to be around that. It'll be helpful for the team. Or is it like Jamel said, he just kind of sucks. And he's talking about it from a pure football perspective. Like it's in our best interest because honestly, AP can carry the load for one more year. He's a fucking automaton. I I mean, and you know how football works. If he didn't have them two blown out knees, they would have let the investigation play out before they cut him. I do think that the, the, the two knees in a row definitely is a factor. When he was on the field, which was very limited in his Washington football team career, he was effective. I think he averaged like 5.9 yards a pop, and he was a good player. He just never was really consistent. Great um, when you see him, kind of like uh, kind of like my uncles. I will say too, Tyreek got away with a with an exact replica crime. Yeah, uh, beating and strangulation, uh, but that was before the draft. So I, it's a gray area. That was some so, other college coach's problem, not mine. I think it was Mike uh, Leach. Yeah, and I'm not, and I don't, and I don't want to single out football. I think this is a problem with professional sports in general. I'm sure if you looked at the like Olympic swimming program, there'd be a bunch of fucking maniacs. You know what I'm saying in their ranks. I mean, they yeah, have, no there's, doubt. A, there's a doc that's coming out on HBO that's about it's called The Price of Gold, or maybe that's the it, there's Whatever. a doc coming out on HBO about the Olympic athletes where michael phelps talks about how he wanted to kill himself for like a couple of years see what i'm saying ryan lochte literally pulled a karen on somebody (laughs) that's exactly what it was but in a foreign country so it's like a reverse like karen there should have been a a karen in brazil (laughs) that came that shat on lochte they got told him to get the fuck out (laughs) he pulled a karen easter the Karenistas. I can't, I didn't know we could outsource our Karen-y to other countries. The Kiraney that we that we've spread. Uh, Kiraney amongst men. The Kiraney amongst men. So I like Jamel's theory of if you're depressed, you shouldn't be weightlifting. So it's just like I have all these dark and negative feelings, and I'm gonna boost my ass with testosterone. I do think that that's a good catch, and it, 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 you know, there's a ton of depressed young people. You know, professional athletes are not immune to that. And yeah, you know, they're just they, the only ones who can bench two fifty. I mean, minimum. And with the regimen that they're on, with the the training that they do, they have to have like ten thousand calories a day. I mean, they're probably hungry as fuck all the time. I know when I'm hungry, I'm just pissed off at everyone. Yeah, shit. Them Snickers commercials ain't lie. And this is not this is not an excuse no, for the man's behavior. Whatsoever. You gotta let him go. I just it's just it, we we keep seeing it over and over again, and it's just it's so fucking sad, man. There's just nothing we're willing to try. We're not thinking about it in a way that's not like, well, just keep playing more football, like Alyssa said, like just keep going. I guess it's true. So the NFL says it it might want to play games on Saturday in the absence of college football. if Because most Pac-12 today just said that they're not doing their season. I think a lot of the other major conferences are ducking out. And so the NFL is flirting, 
fondling the balls of Saturday games. And then that means we have Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I think part of the appeal of the NFL is the scarcity and that, hey, we only do this a few times a week. Once you start doing it more and more, I feel like it gets a little bit less special. But I don't know. How do you guys feel about Saturdays? Oh, well, you can't get it on a Saturday, so I think it's probably the oh. right move for the you coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Fauci said you can't get it on Saturdays. This is These are facts. I mean, I think it'll end a lot of relationships if there's another day of football oh, that yeah. women have you, to deal with. On. Or men, or the spouses who don't like football. The cucks out there. Yeah. who are married or or in a relationship with a woman who loves football, but they don't, that's got to be a, a very tiny sliver. But it's still out there. And I know that, that you're right, that the waiting for it is part of it. But I will say that Fridays and Saturdays, when I'm supposed to be having a good time, are actually during <laughs> the season, some of my worst days, when I'm just pissed off that there's like a fucking army Toledo game on, and that's the only thing. <laughs> and you're just trying to get into it, and it's not working. I mean, I have to just ignore football and like go, you know, make a fucking picnic for my wife or something. Come on, I'm trying to. It's football season, so a part of me wants it to be every single fucking day. Why? You know what? What the fuck, Danny? You brought up a great point about how football affects relationships. Why? Why doesn't football understand that yet? Football should be Monday through Friday. That's it. Yeah. And, and then, then no one would even notice. Your girl would never notice. She'd be so tired coming from work. It's like, oh my God, this fool just wants to watch a game. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Unless, unless Jamel, and this is, you, you might not know this because you, you are not married, but unless something bad happened to her at work. Oh, and then, then yeah. the game got to get cut off. Got to turn that game off and hear all about how Ellie was mean to her by the coffee. <laughs> but now it's all remote. So, you know, who knows? It's a new world. Nothing in the world is funnier than listening to a man try to pay attention to one of those conversations when a game is on, though. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we oh, what's, to- what's she say to you? Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Dang. Oh, wow. Oh, I always- and then you just kind of jizz out for a second. Yeah. Do you see I that always- pass? <laughs> I always feel like it's like I'm the guy at the beginning of the rom-com who's like the asshole boyfriend who, you know, she comes in, she's had, we've watched her the entire first scene have a rough day. And then she comes in and I'm like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you just shut up? Patrick Mahomes is throwing a touchdown. I'll kiss you later. It's like, but yeah, okay. But if, you followed, if you followed his day, you'll see how fucking important this game was to him. Anyone who's a football fan knows how fucking important game days are. Who are you fucking interrupting a fucking game day? That's like one one day a week you get pure bliss, and she takes that away from you. So I'm saying, man, they're getting a little greedy with this four days a week of pure bliss. Um, all right, so the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen throw off. That, that came to light this week. Josh Allen, I think, challenged Mahomes to some charity event. And Mahomes seemed down. Danny, details. I think this was actually the opposite way recently. But this started originally with Josh Allen bragging about how big of an arm he has. And then a bunch of people, a bunch of KC stands, uh, who I, would, I wouldn't go as far as to jump onto you know, Josh Allen's comment section and try to goad him into a throw-off. 
but people were people were saying Mahomes could do it better. So Mahomes more recently takes it back up and he's like, "Hey, anytime he wants to do it, I would do it." And then a little bit of, you know, uh Skip Bayless uh Colin Coward bullshit later and Josh Allen has to say yes. My only thing is how are they going to do it? What are the logistics of this? Like you're going to have to break the COVID bubble and maybe cost your team or, or another team or the entire league an outbreak just for this fucking dick measuring contest that we have going on. <laughs> I love Mahomes. I th- I want to see him do this, but give a, keep it. Just stay in the fucking stadium. Preserve yourself. To have a point. But hey, man, they're raising money for the kids and the troops. It's actually not for any troops. They It's just for pride. <laughs> it's for themselves. Two more uh, NFL items. Deion Sanders has left the NFL Network. I do think this is the end of an era. He kind of was the NFL Network. He was there since, I think, the, the inception of it. He was kind of the voice. He's on every show. Whether you liked him or not, he... I love Dion as a player. He's kind of annoying as a sports person, as a kind of commentator personality, but he, you wanted him there. I liked that he was on the shows. Um, you know, he says he's going to get into coaching. He even claims he's going to be a head coach in 2021. <laughs> That's his claim for getting out. Um, under President Kanye. Under President Kanye. And uh, I don't know. I just wanted to see if you guys had a quick uh, couple parting words for Deion Sanders. Um, uh, a man I, I grew up loving, um, watching him fight Andre Risen, uh, affected me a lot as a kid, uh, must be the money as well. I mean, this is a song that I will still play in my home. Sometimes I'll just get dressed and must be the money. Well, this doesn't mean Dion's out of our lives completely. He's just leaving the NFL network, a channel we barely watch as it is. I guess I'm just excited for what's next because I, you know, I would only... Well, I would only turn on NFL Network to see Prime. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I mean, they didn't really lose a fan because I hate the NFL. So uh, <laughs> I can't really say it's that serious. Yeah, it's like uh, watching state TV. Yeah, but I, I will say one th- the annoying thing that Prime does, uh, you, Dan, you touched on a good thing, just like him being annoying as a sports guy. I just, it's sometimes it's hard to listen to older guys with on that back in my day. Oh, back in my day, we used to hit our kids, and they and he wasn't joking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely just not. little stuff like that. But whatever, love love you, Prime. That's all I got. I will say I will miss when a young DB gets a pick six and does the Dion kind of prance into the end zone, and Dion puts it on his like top ten primetime plays. That is some. That's like awesome football. That's. The, the top of football dome when it's Dion amazing. is watching a guy do it it's so good i you just reminded me of something i can't believe i didn't bring this up one time one of the first times i ever got really stoned i did the primetime dance down an entire like through a cul-de-sac like i was just outside and i just wouldn't stop doing the prime dance nobody could like get my attention i was just doing the prime dance for five straight minutes and I felt so free. We'll miss you, Prime. All right, la- last item. Ocho Cinco. Plotting a comeback, real or imagined, to the league. He sees kind of these vacancies and players are opting out. 
he thinks maybe this is the time to come back. I can't, I don't know exactly how old he is. I think early forties, but he also had a great quote last week. Uh, he was talking about how he used Viagra on game days. And he said, how are you going to stop me when I'm running on three legs? That was the quote. And, uh, do you think Ocho Cinco has a shot? Is this just, you know, him just having a week in the sun on social media, uh, thoughts? I mean, I think if you're going to sport around, how old is Ocho Cinco now? He's like 45. If you're going to have like an old man boner running down the field, you're not going to have the kind of speed you used to have. You know, you're, there's going to be some drag, some aerodynamic problems. So he's got to skip the Viagra. And then, and then what does he got? You know, he doesn't have his secret weapon anymore. He can't get juiced up before games. He can't, I guess, like poke cornerbacks who are trying to press him. That must be the move. Like in actuality, that's what he's doing. You know, it's a fun joke to say third leg, but what it is, is that like guys, <laughs> yeah. guys trying to jam him at the line of yeah. scrimmage. They feel something against their thigh pad that shouldn't be there because they can see both the Ocho's arms. <laughs> trying to jam a guy with a fucking hard dick. Dude, this he said he took Viagra before every game. So this scenario likely actually happened. I It's like... I watched a lot of Bengals games, though. You guys know this. Like, whenever the skins get eliminated, we were big-time Bengals fans. And I don't remember, like, being like, yo, is Ocho's dick out? Like, I don't ever remember. Has TJ Hushmanzada been reached for a comment here? Oh, he's got – there's a cone of silence amongst that. that <laughs> the, the late 90s Bengals team. The secrets his one braid holds. Oh, well, what a beautiful – Yeah. He was a, he had a beautiful head of hair. I mean, it it does seem like, you know, Ocho is way too old, but I saw T.O. running routes in the Chiefs camp. Like he was, he was on the field doing practice with like Tyreek and McColl and all these dudes for the Chiefs. He just showed up to to practice with Mahomes and he almost beat Tyreek in a foot race. Like, you know, ran about a 4-4-2, something like that. I think he's a freak. Yeah, these are freaks, you know, and they're they're dedicated to it. I mean, anybody who's willing to take a, just a body altering chemical every single week. I mean, what happens if you fall on your record? Mm, broken deck. And then what? And then what do you do with the IR? You know, you go on IR with a with a, a broken dick. You have to lie. You have to say you have like a hip flexor or something. Oh, be it'd be funny to see like the CBS Sports like Chiron at the bottom that just should like Michelle Tafoya is doing the updates. <laughs> and it's He's just questionable today, Danny. He's questionable. Broken dick. You've got mail. Every week we do a mailbag. Jamel, you want to grab this first piece of mail and uh, oh, get this thing going? Yeah, this one's kind of crazy. This one actually came in the mail. Like a second ago, I didn't know. I'm on East Coast time. I didn't know that the the mail guys was still out like that. It was like a DHL, but it's like this like crazy old like tatter. Okay, um, hmm. this is from uh, Winston Aloysius Johnston. Uh, hello, Jamel. I am your great 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 grandfather. Winston Aloysius Johnston. 
Yes, our name used to be Johnston. We changed it when we were on the run from the feds. I'm contacting you now to let you know that things aren't as bad as you think they are. Um, I A week ago, I encountered a strange white man in, in interesting garbs. He was wearing all white. And he showed, he, he, he allowed me to use his machine. And I, uh, I saw your future, my past, and my future. Long story short, Jamel, if you grew up in Baltimore, yes, you would be a Ravens fan, but you would have gotten killed instead of Freddie Gray. Enjoy Washington football. Things are fine. Jesus. That's like a horrifying sliding doors. Yeah. I I mean, he sent me this. Okay. All right. All right, Winston. Shouts out to the fam. A lot of time travel on the show today. Yeah. You know, it's one of them days. I guess my great, 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 great grandfather was with Tom Brady. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab mine real quick. Um, this one has been sitting around for a while since it's been kind of I've been eyeballing it. It's been on the top of the pile since this off season, but so it's um it's from Jamel Johnson, which is weird. I don't know why you would write into the show. You're right here, but I don't know if you remember writing this or I know well, you had that little that little postcard. Uh, yeah, I was doing Quaaludes uh, all April, so. That's exactly. You had that little postcard uh, moment in your life. But it, okay, it reads, um, when I found out that Hard Knocks Los Angeles wasn't a crime procedural on CBS, I got really ticked off. At least there's going to be nostril swabs, I guess. I hate football. Signed, Jamel Johnson. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I do say ticked off. I'm ticked off. I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> Jamel, you've seen every crime procedural on CBS. I don't know if yeah. people who listen to this show know that. And uh, I'm sorry that this show, uh, Hard Knocks, seems like it would be one, but it's not. Uh, well, I, pre- I appreciate your apology. And uh, I have seen them all. Uh, the common thread being uh, any show on CBS with a strong female lead is basically just what if Hillary, Cl- what if Hillary Clinton was cool. That is the show. <laughs> now... Jamel, I do have, this is a just, let's get in the weeds on this, but as far as supremacy in the true, in the, in the crime procedural world, who reigns supreme at the, at the Johnson household? Is it CBS or NBC? It's NBC and it's, and it always has been. My mom was an original law and order from the jump. My dad watches Chicago PD now. Mm-hmm. That's big. The whole Chicago series. Yeah, yeah. Because because it's the only one that portrays the cops as assholes. <laughs> yeah, CBS doesn't do that. Yeah. All right, let me grab one here. Oh, this one's cool. This one's... Oh, I like, I like the colors on this one. Hey, guys. Big fan of the show. This is Steve Harwell. As you know, I'm the lead singer of Smash Mouth. We're fresh off the stage at Sturgis where we played for hundreds of maskless people. So I have a little perspective about the safety of playing football during the pandemic. You guys are on here every week bitching and moaning about the players being mistreated. But I think it's the people who are really suffering. They need entertainment. They're so bored, it's getting dangerous. You know how I know? 
because they came to see Smash Mouth. How old is our best song? Like 20 years? We didn't even try to book this gig either. They begged us. <laughs> they camped out on my lawn for days just to get a taste of that electric piano. So before you get your liberal teals, before you get your liberal tears all over our precious football, just understand how desperate these people are. Let these all stars play. Signed Steve Hartwell. Somebody once told you. The, the world was going to roll you. Yeah, there it is. And it's rolling us all right now. <laughs> we might as well be walking on the sun. Oh, God. Steve Harwood. I never yes! knew that dude's name. I'm, I'm I'm upset I know his name. Yeah. <laughs> you had me at walking on the sun. Oh, God. I... <laughs> we were dancing there, man. It was like the end of Primal Fear. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, my God. Smash Mouth Football. <laughs> That's where they, that's what they got the name from. It must have been. Uh, no, really. Dan, you got, you, is it uh, this band Smash Mouth? Really? Yeah. Oh Look God. it up, fans. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sturgis. Shout out to Sturgis, man. I remember all my um, all my homies in the Burbs. All of their uh, all of their like stepdads used to go to Sturgis. I know one dude in my life who's from Sturgis. Uh, I won't give his full name, his name, but his first name is Brent. He's Brent S. He was he's a comedian who didn't lose his virginity until his thirties, but he Let's was a go. total badass. He got beaten up at all, Occupy Wall Street by cops. Whoa, that's hard, buddy. And he sold me mushrooms. Okay, see now, now all right. I was wondering. I was wondering when the psychedelics would come in. There's every type of person on this earth. That's what he taught me. Uh, Dan, you got any final thoughts this week? Um, I, you know, w- what I was thinking about talking about was basically just piggybacking off of off of the letter, off of Jamel's letter from uh, from a few months ago. Hard Knocks is going to suck. I just, I'm so not looking forward to Hard Knocks for the first time ever. First off, episode one, you know, is going to be all about COVID prep. It's going to be boring. There's going to be no football in there. And even if there was football, what are we being treated to? The rate, the fucking uh, Rams, who we already saw a couple of years ago. Granted, it was Jeff Fisher, but it's not like McVay is going to add that much, you know, joie de vivre that other coaches we've seen who are way cooler than Sean McVay wouldn't add. And it's just Goff again. You know, he's a dummy. Donald's still there. I mean, who's not there? That maybe, maybe like you know, we're going to miss Brockers or something because he was the he was the dude that was talking about fucking aliens dinosaurs whatever where that guy might be off the team but you know and and you've got marcus peters which could be good but that's bullshit and then you got the chargers watching a fucking tyrod justin herbert duel to the death and then listening to joey bosa's opinions get out of here with this shit so not only is the procedural covid stuff gonna be boring but we got two boring teams in a boring city and I live here, so take my word for it. This is going to suck. <laughs> well, uh, just to, to jump on your point, uh, my final thought had to do with the testing results thus far that the NFL is putting out. I don't know what they're hiding from us, but they have to be pretty happy. I know you would like zero opt-outs and zero positive tests, but now that we're a couple weeks into, into camp, I think they placed 105 guys on the COVID IR 
um, and 67 guys opted out. So if you take into account that there's around 2,700 players who reported to training camp, that's less than 4% of the league that has either opted out or gone on the COVID test. So I think overall, this they can point to that as a win. I know if, if you want to spin that the other way and say, well, what about those 4% and who are they spreading this thing to? I think, you know, if that number jumped above 15, 20%, then you really got to start doing the baseball thing and talking about shutting it down. But if they can keep that, that number under 5%, I think that that's where you want to hover to be able to, in good conscience, push forward, even though none of this is being done in good conscience. But I think they're happy with where that number is. Now, question for you. If who, who among the Eagles team would you be willing to sacrifice a COVID death to be mm. able to have the season? Maybe not just severe COVID, let's say life-changing COVID. Who would you give it to to, to as a sacrifice? I love all the, I love all my little guys. What are you talking about, Danny? Why are you and, trying to make it? And there you go. Asked and answered because now you can't be okay with that 4% because it could be one of your guys. Ooh. Ooh. I guess if I had to say, Nate Sudfeld, our third string quarterback, love the guy. He's always lighting it up in preseason. But if he did, if he vanished from the planet, would it, would I really be affected? I don't know. Damn, you see, not even just get COVID. You'd be cool with him dying? Well, I think not that's existing? the initial question. <laughs> <laughs> Jamel, final thoughts. Uh, you touched on the college thing earlier. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing that uh, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, and like they put together a players' union, and these guys are looking to opt out of the season. And um, I was just shocked. I, I was shocked to see college players even allowed to unify in this way. And I Damn. think it's great. And uh, and I'm just super surprised that college is even considering doing the right thing. And I think this is a great opportunity for the NFL to take advantage of this and excommunicate college sports forever. Take this season and, and figure out how to get a farm team system together and run these fools out of town. I don't, I like watching college sports. I like the idea of a young man uh, getting an opportunity to better his own life and the the future of his family by getting a scholarship to going to school. But it has been clearly exposed that that is just not what happens. Okay. We're going and we're, we're going for the minimum amount of time possible and we're trying to get a bag. So bring back NFL Europe. This is the year we can get it done. I see your side of the argument. And, you know, maybe we'll save it for next week to get into the uh, why college might be a good thing for a lot of these guys. But uh, I understand if you if you can do the job at a professional level, you should be able to go ahead and do that job. There's no argument there. And that's just and, and I know that, like, there's so many dudes who think they can that can't and are proven wrong in devastating ways. But that's <laughs> their dumbass fault. They weren't going to school anyway. It's true. And you're right. And Hardigan, you're right. If like they let Doogie Hauser be a full on doctor and he was like 16 years old. I mean, they didn't make him go to four years of college. How many people's lives would have been lost? Good point. Like, Doogie Hauser had to like six or seven seasons worth of lives. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if we lost out on four LeBron NBA seasons because we made him go to college. Yep. Awful. No, thanks. 
Sorry for bringing up basketball. I, I, I've done it always. a couple times in the last I'm the basketball shows. guy, and I don't even be doing that. Yeah, I know. So that's what I'm sorry for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry as well. Sorry.